welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. Now it's time for the ugly truth. Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Tonight, Canada. Let's listen in to what's going on up north. But first, a message from a couple of friends. Here's the problem with America, the country is broken Cause they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open Get attacked and we blame terrorists, go broke and we blame the price Blame racists for the racism, but only if his skin is white If we don't need guns, cause we can call the police We don't need fire extinguishers, call a fireman please You didn't wanna build a wall and now the border is weak Your favorite actor has a gate that's like 15 feet Racism is gay if you're offended, that's retarded Intolerance is great until you speak and you're a target If a white man paints his face black, he's a racist piece of garbage But you put him in a dress and he's courageous and he's Gorgeous, all these double standards, man. I'm tired of the noise. Freedom's an illusion if they censor your voice. Call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his boys, but a mom kills a baby and you call it pro choice. You act like you're so much better than us. Yeah, we know that. Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order. Your facts ain't facts without censoring us. Yeah, we know that. Good job, you lose is your medal. Why they hate the flag, they try to burn it to the ground Don't do that in front of me, I'ma let off a round pow Scream loud, burn the city down now Put it on the news, make them all feel proud Look, make a system where 85% of black people fill the prison Is it cause they black or they make bad decisions? I ain't good at math, but it seems like it's division Or is it white privilege? I believe politicians need to be locked up Try to take our freedoms, that's how you get shot up Got our back against the wall, try to just stop us More guns, more ammunition, please stock up Election gets rigged, rights get infringed Take this syringe, frighten your kids Show up right where you live Make me want to grab a rifle and just go You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you lose, here's your medal and everyone blames white folks for every little bitty thing We don't have no one to blame, we take responsibility They tell you be a man, then call it toxic masculinity Then when you act too feminine, they call it white fragility I don't understand trans man with humility I'm just trying to raise my kid the best of my ability If I disagree, you try to cancel, get rid of me You cancer, you can't be the answer, you killing me And I hate white supremacy just as much as you But I ain't feeling guilty for something I didn't do The system's killing everyone, it sucks, but it's true They kill you, then they broadcast it and call it the news or they'll brainwash you through social media feeds and if you disagree delete you immediately make america china pretty easy to see i will always remember the land of the free you act like you're so much better than us yeah we know that who told you that you're so special to a new world order your facts ain't facts without censoring us yeah we know that good job you lose is your medal that was Canadian citizen, United States resident, and arguably the greatest independent artist of all time, Tom McDonald, 
and American Adam Calhoun. Now, here's a very interesting message from a Canadian pilot, Greg Hill. Good day. I made these remarks on Parliament Hill yesterday, but watching where our nation is heading, I feel they're worth making again more broadly. I'm Greg Hill, a co-director group called Free to Fly, made up of over 40,000 aviation passengers and professionals, all dedicated to the freedoms of our nation coast to coast. I also served in our military for 32 years in both the regular and reserve force as a military pilot. My remarks are somewhat related to aviation, but they're more broadly a call to courage to everyone in this country, but particularly to those in the military and law enforcement. In regards to aviation, there's a three-word, fairly well-known, disaster-averting, life-saving statement. Here it is. This is stupid. Sounds kind of silly, I know, but join me quickly as I return back to March of 1977 in the island of Tenerife. There were two 747s, the largest civilian airlines at the time, one KLM and one Pan Am, taxiing slowly in dense, dense fog. The KLM flight was eager to take off, but unknown to them, the Pan Am flight was still crossing at the departure end of the runway. Now, both the first and second officer of that KLM aircraft quietly harbored growing concerns with whether or not the runway was actually clear, but they didn't speak up. It had been a long day. They diverted from their original destination, and 243 passengers were tired, frustrated, and needed to get to their destination. Timelines were short. There was all sorts of compelling reasons for them to go. So the captain took the runway because he thought it was clear, and off they went. That KLM flight ended up slicing through the Pan Am jet, killing 583 people, and it remains to this day the greatest, uh, deadliest uh, disaster in aviation history. And with the throttles jammed wide open on that takeoff roll in the KLM flight, with the speed increasing towards 100 knots, the first officer, who seemed to have been concerned for a while, timidly says, is he not clear? Now, from where we sit many years later, it's easy, easy to see this as tragic and unbelievable, but it happened through what could be seen as a fairly simple combination of complacency, deferring to authority, and not wanting to rock the boat by questioning. So as years passed afterwards, aviators have studied this and other tragedies, trying to find ways not to repeat them. And this is where a jarring statement like, this is stupid, come in. When the person you're flying with doesn't respond to typical prompts or does something ill-advised and time is short, then this is stupid or this is dangerous, jar them awake uh, to imminent danger. Now, fast forward to Canada in 2022. There's a dense fog gripping this nation. It's obscuring truth, dividing our nation, and clouding the consciences of good men and women. Our government has the throttles jammed full forward in a race for totalitarian control. Many of you have the power of influence, whether that's media, policing, politics, the military, business leadership. You know the truth of what's happening around you as you're told lies. When you're asked to repeat the lies, or worse, asked to crush the voice and freedoms of your fellow citizens. A voice inside you is saying, this is stupid, this is dangerous, this is wrong, and it is. But that voice inside you is useless if you stay silent. You have to summon the courage to say no. I want to address our military and our law enforcement particularly. You stand in these hours in a unique and critical place. 
What we've witnessed over the past days is dark and difficult. Scenes most of us thought we'd never see in this nation, with law enforcement tactical equipment facing off against peaceful unarmed demonstrators. Now I've watched with renewed hope this week as some courageous officers have spoken out. We had a retired RCMP officer stand on Parliament Hill yesterday, speaking to the importance of his oath to uphold the Constitution and not comply with unlawful orders. This is huge, and we commend all of you who've spoken. You, as military and police, stand in the gap between the forces of tyranny and the freedoms of our people. Now, many more of you are actively but silently questioning what's being asked of you. I ask you, be silent no more. Jordan Peterson says, it's not safe to speak, but it's even less safe not to speak. Pay the price for speaking or pay the price for being a serf, subject to the whims and wills of those you sit silent before. Men and women of the armed and police service, we applaud you. Your spouses, parents to children, you've been riding the ups and downs that we all have for these past few months, and you've served honorably, sacrificing and protecting us over the years at great costs. I ask you, don't dishonor this history. Don't dishonor your service. We will all pay a dear price for silence and blind obedience. If you act in ways that violate your conscience and oath, we are headed to dark places. Be men and women of courage. Now, you may be saying, I'll wait until they ask me to go too far, but then it's not much different than that jet hurtling down the runway at 100 knots. It's too late then. This is your hour. Now is the time. Speak out, reinforcing your commitment to your oath. We need a wall of courage to stand in the gap for the citizens of this nation. In closing, all of us have a unique call on our lives in these hours. Speak the truth at all costs. You may be telling yourself, it will cost too much. You've got a family, a future. But exactly, your family and their future, our families and our futures are the reasons we must stand up and speak out. There is no future for our children if we enable the instruments of darkness with our silence. Make no mistake, we are in a battle for our future, and it will be a long battle. Mandates and injections, they're only the start. But know this, good will triumph over evil, but it will do so when honorable people in large numbers are willing to sacrifice. There's a direct relationship between our willingness to sacrifice and the power that these authoritarians hold over us. A people who counted a joy to suffer loss for a greater cause disarm them of their power. So to those in government and leadership seeking to control our lives, I say, you can take our income, our career, you can take our home, our comfort, but you cannot take our dignity. You cannot take our freedom to choose, and nor will you ever steal our resolve to fight for our freedom with all of our will. My fellow Canadian freedom lovers, let the nation know we won't be silent and we won't back down in our commitment to truth and freedom. May God keep our land glorious and free. Now let's hear from Stu Peters on this subject. The enemy works in the world as allowed. And boy, is he doing work. Justin Trudeau is supposedly the son of former Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. 
there's a popular story on the internet that his real father is somebody very different. Margaret Trudeau was basically a world-class whore. She had affairs with Ted Kennedy, with Jack Nicholson, Lou Rawls, actor Ryan O'Neill. She supposedly slept with every member of the Rolling Stones, although Mick Jagger said that she was so gross he wouldn't touch her with a barge pole. But there aren't any conspiracy theories about all of those people being baby Justin's father. No, the theory is that Fidel Castro is Justin's father, conceived during a Trudeau visit to the Caribbean in 1971. And you can see why this theory is so wildly popular, because Trudeau has revealed himself to be a tyrant worthy of Castro. Thanks to his newly invoked emergency powers, Trudeau has given himself the right to seize any bank account he wants. Canadian state media is analyzing a hacked list of crowdfunding donors to the truckers and is trying to contact them for questioning. Canadians are literally running to the bank right now, today, as we speak, desperately trying to get their cash out for fear of losing everything because they may have given five bucks to a trucker. But nobody goes bad overnight. Our next guest, Sandy Glaze, says that there's a lot more that's horrifying about Mr. Trudeau or Castro. Sandy says that there's a dark underbelly of pedophilia and child sex trafficking in Canada enabled by this crime syndicate of Justin Trudeau and his friends in Ottawa. Glaze says that while the world is distracted, Trudeau is ushering in an agenda of pedophilia and is queering all of society. Sandy sent us images of the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation, a nonprofit named for Justin's father, using symbols that the FBI says are used as code by pedophiles. In 2013, Trudeau marched directly next to Dr. Benjamin Levin at Toronto's Pride Parade. Just days later, Dr. Levin was arrested for manufacturing and distributing of child pornography. Of course, this being Canada, instead of getting executed like he should have, Dr. Levin was given a few months in jail and then released. That's disgusting enough, but it all gets a lot worse than that, if you can imagine it being possible. This freakish pedophile was the man responsible for a disgusting sex ed curriculum that Ontario tried to ram through in 2010, which planned to start sex ed with six-year-olds. And with 12-year-olds being taught explicitly about gay sex and similar topics. Now, that curriculum didn't pass, but most of what Levin wanted to teach got added in 2015 after he was arrested. Now, this kind of quasi-pornographic curriculum is now being spread all over the world. Last August, Trudeau's government hosted its first drag queen competition for public employees. In 2016, Trudeau's government lowered the age of consent for anal sex. Besides Trudeau, Sandy says that the just-ousted Ottawa chief of police, Peter Slawley, is linked to sex crimes as well from his days as a UN peacekeeper in Kosovo. According to Amnesty International, young girls were kidnapped and forced into prostitution in that country and UN and NATO personnel were some of the leading customers. Now, Sandy theorizes that he was chief of police in Ottawa specifically to protect the prime minister from these crimes. 
The coincidences, Sandy argues, are just too creepy and too weird. Child sex trafficking, she says, is a state-run business in Canada. And Sandy Glaze joins us now. So you're saying Justin Trudeau is running a child sex trafficking ring in Canada. Um, when you talk about Justin Trudeau, I think it's pedophilia is run by the prime minister's office. He just happens to be the one in power right now. But he's the one pushing the agenda because he's more queer than the last prime minister we had, who's also gay, Stephen Harper. And this is common knowledge. So when I talk about what's happening in Ontario, I also included some things in the universities. I gave you newspaper articles where they're pro-rape chanting minors at the University of British Columbia. This is all through the system. It's through the universities, any institution. So the victims are in the public school. The perpetrators are groomed in the universities. That same year, 2013, they're pro-rape chanting minors in the University of Halifax. This is during Frosh Week. Frosh Week is known to be around the week of September 11th. We know what September 11th is. It's a date that they charge energy and create havoc, as they did in 2001 with the Twin Towers. So what they're doing is they're, they're trying to get the, the children, the, the students, in Frosh Week to decide which ones are the pedophiles. When they prorate chant minors, they watch to see whose eyes light up, who's into it and who's not. So it's nothing about IQ in the universities. This is about psychopathy, who the psychopaths are, and who's not smart enough to figure this out. This last September at the University of Western Ontario, down the road in London, they said 30 girls were uh, drugged and raped. In the newspapers, Globe and Mail, Globe and Mail, and I think the Toronto Star said, Frosh Week starts on the 6th, but ends on the Sunday. Notice they didn't say ends on the 12th, because we would have figured out it was, happened on the 11th. So we start seeing this. So that was a sex sacrifice. These are virgin sacrifices in Frosh Week. Our, our system is all pedophilic to the core. So, I mean, I believe that. I, I believe that there is a pedophilia global cabal hell-bent on the destruction of Christianity and the mm-hmm. innocence of children. I believe that 100%, and I know it to be true. What you are alleging specifically, do you have any proof of, of any of this? So I went to Ben Levin's trial. It was a four-day trial. The person who is his defense attorney is Clayton Ruby, who is the head of the Law Society of Upper Canada in Ontario. He said in some countries it's legal to have sex with children. That's what he told the judge. So do we have proof of this? When you look at do I have proof of this, she didn't even come out. The judge didn't even come out. And and, um, I don't think she gave transcripts for what transpired in that courtroom. She came out with a summary for her reasons. I'm trying to see if I have it here of why she made the two and a half year sentencing why she went with that. But when you look at the front of it, there's no file number on it. So when I'm talking about these universities, Ben Levin worked at the University of Toronto. OISE, which is the Ontario Institute of Education at the University of Toronto. I included um, a a newspaper article of a man named uh, James Cantor from CAMH. CAMH works at the University of Toronto. It's located. I'm saying our universities are, are pedophilic and they're sex offenders and they're putting them in training. Because what has happened in November 10th of 2010 at the University of Western Ontario, I'm going to introduce one of your pedophiles in, in um, what do you call it, like in, in this program. They, they created a report confronting the many faces of child sex abuse, uh, developing a comprehensive national strategy. I pulled this off their website. They put all their names on it. What they say is nobody over 35 is a sex offender in the school system. Like how much proof do I need? Yeah. Um, I mean, the evidence is clear here in the United States. I mean, we have teachers that are 
normalizing the sexualization of children and teaching them that they shouldn't like being a boy and that they should want to be a girl. I mean, it's absolutely sick that this is allowed to take place. And anybody that finds out that it's going on in their school district should absolutely deal with it by any means necessary. It uh, is every because... school district. It's every school district. They rolled this um, LBGT elemental P program up almost as fast as they did the COVID lockdowns. The only two times they get things right is when they want to lock people down or ravish or wreck them. Like these are coincidences. Yeah, I mean, I don't so when you talked about Margaret, um, Margaret Trudeau, Margaret Sinclair, she supposedly went to McGill University. McGill University is known for uh, MK Ultra. You familiar with the MK Ultra program, the mind control? Yes, of course. Uh, not deeply. I don't have a deep knowledge of it, but I definitely know what its premise is. And they use hypnotism to make the victims forget what happened. So that incident on September 11th down at the University of Western Ontario, they have a center for research on violence against women and children. They weren't mentioned in any of the articles. But what they said was these girls were drugged. Well, if they were drugged, they're not going to remember. So MK Ultra, um, when you look at McGill University, they're being sued right now. What is it called? The Allen Memorial, Memorial, because they were all sexually abused in that university. And now they've all come back as adults and there's a class action lawsuit. So Trudeau got, knows about this and is allowing this to go on, actually wants it to go on. Do you believe that Trudeau he's participating in, in this activity as well? So Trudeau is in place because he is one of them. And I don't give a shit what happened to Justin Trudeau as a child. A lot of people say, well, they're born into it and they were hurt as children. It was wrong then or it's wrong now. They don't get both, right? So it's interesting when you, um, have you seen the um, female operatives in high places? It's a list created by Field McConnell. And he goes around and talks about all the women in the Western world who are the handlers. It's supposed that Stephen Harper's wife, Lorreen, is on that list. She's a handler. But I went through out of curiosity to see how many of these 94 women had connections to Canada. And I think I got 34, 39 women had connections to Canada. And you know what they're all connected to? 39 of 92 had connections to Canada. So some of them are like um, Liz Cheney. So there's a Jane Fonda. There's Americans in this list. So when I looked at this, why did I categorize it this way? I don't know. Categorize it. Pedophilia. 20 of them are tied to pedophilia. LBGT, 14. Picton Pig Farm, 8. And I've got somebody I want you to um, talk to if you want to. He says Trudeau's connected to the Picton Pig Farm. It's, it's amazing how connected this is. You know what that is, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me. And I, I just was talking with John Schneider a few minutes ago. And... He's going to be on the he's going to be on the air here with me coming up, and and I I brought this up because Hollywood is infested with this, schools are infested with this, all of the things that kids are attracted to, Disney, uh, you know the uh, the Nickelodeon. I mean, we did a special on Nickelodeon. This is going back a year ago now. One of the first things that we focused on was the pedophilia symbols that are being projected right out in front of the wide open to our children. So it doesn't surprise me that the people at the top are involved in organizing this. You're alleging specifically that cops are installed specifically to protect the people from this, and that doesn't surprise me either. So it pisses me off, just like it should you and everybody else. What does the average person do about this that wants to do something to stop this? You can't. If you go to any of the higher-ups in your own You can't. This is just going to go on forever. Okay. No, I, I'm not saying that. We out them just doing exactly what we're talking about. This fellow that I want you to meet, he has gone into the local towns. And you know when you drive into a town, it says, welcome to. 
He says there's pedophilia squirrels, like two-tone paint in the signs. So the people who come into the towns know whether that town supports pedophilia or not. We got to wake ourselves up because the people in charge aren't going to tell us what's going on. You had Ali Carter on. I was almost like epileptic, nodding my head to everything she said about the school systems. I was working with a mother who recently, this Children's Aid Society basically stole her daughter. I submitted a tape on a Thursday night. There was supposed to be a motion on the Monday. We've got all this recorded, affidavits, everything. So the Monday the woman went to court, the, the Children's Aid Society never even told the judge that I that they had got a recording saying the girl was saying that she was being touched and hurt by her father. So then the mother comes out, we've got this, Stu, we've got this nailed down. But people don't care anymore. They're willing to give up their lives if they have to. They've got nothing to lose. Well, they're demonic. <laughs> they're they're Satan-worshipping demonic people that want to mutilate our children. Uh, so the second, hang on, the second day, though, when the, the, the Children's Aid Society lawyer comes out of the courtroom, the mother comes out, she's distressed. The Children's Aid Society lawyer comes out and goes like this. I thought she was crying. She was laughing at us because they got the daughter with the father. The girl went from school in the morning from the mother's house, went straight to the father's house. And the mother could never have anything but um, supervised access. The whole system is like this. These honeys need to be taken out. It's only, it's only a job for them, but it's personal to the families they destroy. So I'm trying to say this with as much passion as I can, that people understand the whole system is designed to grab your children. It's estimated 60,000 children disappear in Canada every year. You take 60,000, divide it by 365 days, divide it by 24 hours a day, by 60 minutes, every minute a child disappears. Where's the Amber Alerts? We don't know that children are missing because it's all done legally. So we have to understand the game that is being played through the universities. I've got these little pedo. They're all that work at the universities. And some people might say I'm homophobe. No, when you have to lie to try to get a child to have sex with you, it is pretty sick. So this is off Bed Levin's website. So engaging students through effective questions. Um, why do we use the same word love to describe what it feels for family members and also to describe romantic feelings? That's one of his questions. The next one, if you're alone in the house and the phone was disconnected and a robber was coming, what would you do? So he's telling, he's grooming the pedophiles with this, saying this is what you ask them. So if they take off when you, when you advance on them, you know they're under the bed. This is going to torture them. We have, so our pedophiles aren't smart, but they're, they're clever. So we had a report, Kathleen Wynn's report, it's never okay. She reported, this is the last premier who brought in the sex ed curriculum. It's estimated that 10% of sexual assaults in Canada are reported. Out of every thousand, we get three convictions. That's a 0.3% conviction rate. You double that number, you've got just, you've got 0.6, half a percent conviction rate. Do we really think our courts are this stupid? I've got curriculums from the Law Society that they don't talk about this. Doug, Doug Ford, uh, two years ago, brought in a buck of ear policy in Frosh Week. And the same year, Nancy Spies, who is an Ontario judge, announced that it was okay to use um, extreme intoxication as a justification for sexual assault, that she mm -hmm. would allow that case back in. Are yeah. We assume all these people are just really stupid. And as soon as we understand the intention of all of these people is not to help us, they're here to get whatever they need, but they need victims for this sick society to work. Like I said, Slawley got $369,000. That's the third of a million dollars. He's connected to sexual assaults in, in Ottawa. They've got, what, 10 of them, and you read that one article, so that's not my material. But there's like 10 people that have come out and said there was assault or sexual assault by the police. Are we this, we can't be this naive anymore. 
So we've all got, most of us have good hearts, but we're nice, but nice doesn't cut it for the children. So another woman just came out and said, Children's Aid Society took her daughter's two month old. She's a single mom. She, what course does she have? Another one's come out and said in Halifax, the judge gave two daughters to the husband for custody, but they said, she said he has a record of um, drug trafficking and pimping. Yeah. I'm just not, I, I'm not here willing to accept the fact that this is not stoppable and that this is just going to Oh, it is totally stoppable, yeah. but it's us. It's us. And we're going to talk about this. So Justin Trudeau, why don't we come up and say, Justin, have you ever had sex with children? Why don't we just point Blake, start asking them because we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, I would well, love sure for him to come and people. be on this program. I would have him in a heartbeat. We've actually sent multiple invites uh, to Justin Trudeau to come on the he program won't. and talk with us. Uh, of course he won't because he's going to get asked the real questions. That's why half of Hollywood won't come on this program. And a lot of so-called elected representatives from the United States government won't be here either because they know that they're going to get the difficult questions. Uh, so can I, can I? I've got I've got one minute left. We because we, so there's got a, a gentleman in Lindsay Prison. His name is uh, Guy Brummel. He goes by Agent Margaritaville. Family and Children Services stole his daughter. He's got evidence that he submitted to the USMCA, say, proving all the stuff about Trudeau and pedophilia and all this. They've thrown him in in the nut house and thrown him in jail because he has a belief that Trudeau's yeah. a pedophile. He's got mental illness. Yeah, like the, this whole system is absolutely. Messed up. They'll weaponize the system against anybody that brings the allegations. They'll gaslight. They'll make you look like you're crazy. They do it to victims constantly. They do it to you anybody bet. that suspects them. You're just a crazy lunatic. Just like we were crazy lunatics when we said that these inoculations would be forced on the entire planet and that you'd have to prove that you had one before you could go buy an apple. Guess what? That's coming to fruition as well. Don't celebrate quite yet. The storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Uh, none of this stuff is conspiracy. None of it is yeah. conspiracy. This is all very real. Uh, but I refuse to accept the fact that these evil people are going to continue to hurt our children without any accountability. We will hold them accountable. There's accountability coming for these people in Jesus' name. God, we need you now. Sandy Glaze, you can find more from her at endinggloballoneliness.com. Thank you so much for being here. We'll have you back again soon. Thank you. Take good care. And that's going to do it for The Ugly Truth. Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Thanks again for listening. And remember, you can find these episodes on diggingdeeper.us or any podcast network. We understand the importance of sunshine and hard work outdoors. And it's also okay to play. But the outdoors is important because God provides us with sunshine. And with the help of our body, that sunshine is turned into very important vitamin D to keep us healthy and our immune system strong. Speaking of keeping your immune system strong, we offer products that can make a difference and keep you healthy in these scary times. Visit GreenGoldNaturalHealing.com That was GreenGoldNaturalHealing.com And please give us a call if you have any questions because everybody is different. And we'll take a look at what you need for your body, your nutrition, and your immune system. That's Green Gold Natural Healing. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.